I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? And get a people! Jalen, who is joining us in just minutes Do the from right now? Do the Quan! Representing the ATL. Rich homie Quan is joining Jalen and Jacoby. Do not miss it. And make sure you support his new single, Crazy, which is out today. Jalen, we go from rich homie Quan to richer homie LeBron. LeBron James has been on the cover of Sports Illustrated before about 20 years ago. However, this time he brings, quote, the chosen sons, Bronny and Bryce. And he had something very interesting to say about that. In the article, he said the following, and I quote, I'm a visionary, but I'm also a guy that lives in the moment. I'd definitely be looking at who got first round picks in 2024, 2025, things of that nature. 2026, 2027, I pay attention to that type of stuff. Jalen Rose, do you imagine a world in which LeBron James not only plays with his son, but plays with his sons into his 40s? Probably not plural, but I wouldn't put it past LeBron. It depends on what he hopes to get accomplished as his career continues to progress. Already in the conversation for a lot of people as the greatest of all time, basically on anybody's top five list or so. And four-time champion has accomplished so much, will be the NBA's all-time leading scorer, um, gonna be one of the greatest um, passers and all-time assist leaders on the all assist makers on the all-time list when he's done playing. And nobody for me in theory has exceeded expectations coming out of high school the way LeBron has. Yeah, high expectations. I remember us covering LeBron and him driving a Hummer to the game and me feeling like, wow, this is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of expectations on this young guy. And playing against him younger in his career and watching him develop and having a 55 game, 55 point game against us. And so now to see him graduate into leader, father, mentor, entrepreneur. Like, that's what being an OG is about, like constantly reinventing yourself. And this step as a father, a nurturer, is gonna be something that he's gonna have to decide is, is he gonna be playing for that opportunity to run with them and enjoy the game that he loves and to play into his 40s? Or is his goal to compete for championships? Because I've said this, the Lakers have delivered one since LeBron has been there. But based on what I'm seeing right now, they won't get another one with him. And so I think now he's pivoting his expectation and his vision on what he wants his career to end like. Of course, I believe he would have wanted it to end and still wants it to end like like a John Elway, where you go out on top, or even a Peyton Manning when he was in Denver. 
And so if that can't happen in L.A., I love this for LeBron. I love this for his sons. And it'll be great for the game if it can happen. So we'll, we'll put a pin in the conversation of whether or not he'll win a championship in L.A. because they do have some cap space next summer, and the summer after that they have a max cap space. However, Mr. Rose, one thing I love about this is Bronny's good. Like, Bronny is currently ranked number 35. He's going to go to college next year. He will get drafted most likely, and I would love to see him play with his son I'd love to see it on the Lakers because I like to see LeBron in the Lakers uniform. I don't want to see him end his career in another uniform. But if he was to play with Bryce, it wouldn't be this LeBron James, MVP candidate LeBron James, <laughs> leader of the team LeBron James. It would be more that Vince Carter on the Hawks, corner three LeBron James, player coach LeBron James. But that would also be so much fun to watch. But now we move on to LeBron James' current team. And Jeannie Buss, who is the head of the Lakers, had something interesting to say about Russell Westbrook. She said the following, and I quote, From my point of view, Westbrook was our best player last year. He played pretty much every single game, showed up, worked hard. It's really tough to win when Anthony Davis isn't on the court. LeBron was hurt a lot of the season, but Russ showed up every game and played hard every night. Well, of course, there was some reaction to that, so she backed it up a little bit and said, The word I should have used was consistent. He played 78 games last season. I understand where she's coming from, Jalen. You know, Anthony Davis was hurt a lot. LeBron James missed a lot of games. Russ wasn't the best player, but he was consistent. So I got to defend Jeannie Buss here because I'm a huge fan of hers. And you don't got to apologize for what you said, first off. Um, Because the bottom line of what you were acknowledging is availability. And Mm -hmm. as somebody like her that's been around the game for whatever, She's seen the game go from players having pride in playing 80 to 82 games a year to players realizing they can play 60 to 65 games, get the same money, and elongate their careers to make more money longer. And so that's what she was talking about. But the real acknowledgement was that it's hard to win when Anthony Davis isn't on the court. That's something that if it doesn't change this year, It don't matter how many games Russ or LeBron play. And so we know they want to trade Russ. He knows they want to play. He's under contract. The move or the deal has not happened. So what do you now do? Look back at the um, progression of how we got here. Did the Lakers make the playoffs last year? They didn't even make the play in last year. Got you. Did the Lakers fire their coach? Sure did. Shout to Frank Vogel. That's my guy. So that means they didn't have a good season. And when you don't have a good season, some dominoes are going to fall. And so she wants to also keep his value high. And she wants to respect one of her players and a future Hall of Famer. Don't apologize to them. Don't let them miss your words, Jeannie. If you listen to sort of the evolution, how Russell Westbrook's relationship with the Lakers happened over the summer, it was he was in trade rumors, trade rumors, trade rumors. Him and his agent broke up, and his agent put out a statement saying that his best opportunity is to stay with the Lakers. They didn't talk at Summer League. And as we get closer to the season, oh, Darvin Ham is saying great things about, about him. LeBron is saying great things about him. Jeannie's saying great things about him. What that says to me is we tried to move him, we can't move him, so now we're going to accept <laughs> him into the training camp and, and try to integrate him. And we're going to Patrick Beverly to the roster regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but supposedly those two have had a little kumbaya moment. Moving on to less of a kumbaya moment between two entities, and that is Baker Mayfield and his week one opponent, the Browns. About the week one game, he said, I'm going to bleep them up. 
Jalen Rose. I'm a Baker believer. I think he was hurt last year. I think he's been treated unfairly. I think he is going to play well for the Panthers. What do you think about this week one matchup between Baker and his old team? So Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Baker Mayfield on the center. Miles um, Garrett, in theory, doesn't need any bulletin board material as mm-hmm. one of the best defensive players, not only in the league, but clearly for the Browns. And so he's going to be fired up anyway. That defense is going to be fired up anyway. But I think this is an opportunity for Baker to truly reinvent himself, Jacoby. Yep. And your namesake under center, it's great to see Brissett get the opportunity. But I'm pretty sure Baker's really confident going against him mm-hmm. as the other quarterback. And so I ain't mad at this. They took him number one. And I keep telling you, I think Baker's slander was a lot of residue of Johnny Manziel's failures. I think people psychologically lumped those two together a lot because they both went number one, they both went to Cleveland, they both won the Heisman Trophy and all of the things that they have in common. So I agree with you. This is going to be a great opportunity for Baker to prove that he's a starting quarterback in the league. I'm so excited for the NFL season to start. And one thing that always gets me excited for the NFL season to start is Hard Knocks. And don't let the Detroit Lions be featured on Hard Knocks. And don't let our guy, Aiden Hutchinson, get me (laughs) fired up for Hard Knocks. Let's listen to Aiden. Get Talk Trash. I feel pass. What is it? Got it! That's a sack! Got it! Let's go! The rookie can flat out bring it. Oh, you're lucky! You're lucky! You're lucky! That ball was out! I love Aiden Hutchinson so much. I love this guy so much. He talked trash in college to his opponent. He talks trash to his own team in practice, and he backs it up. I remember the first episode of Hard Knocks, they were, the coaches were having a little meeting. They're like, I think we got a guy. They're like, I think 97's like a guy. They're all like, yep. I looked at the Lions' schedule, and this is not being a homer. And who oh, yeah, do I'm we sure. have under center? Put my guy up there who we got under center. We got Jared Montana under center and let me tell you something when you look at those first four games that guy right there <laughs> has a chance to get us off to a four and oh start don't Number do it 16 right there he, he said he said i'm not a homer i looked at the schedule and then he said they're gonna start four and oh they won three <laughs> games last season you said they're gonna surpass that by week four <laughs> all right three and one three and okay, one okay okay there you go there you go it is time the Don't Get Fired Topic of the Day. And now, the Don't Get Fired Topic of the Day. Jalen, we've both been to a lot of baseball games, and they're long. You know what I mean? The game's kind of slow sometimes, and you're drinking beers and eating hot dogs, and sometimes you just need some activities to pass the time in the stands. There are some Toronto fans during a game. We've all seen the video online. The activity that they decided to partake in during the stands was of a very sexual nature. Just straight up coitus in the stands. Security had to come by and take them out. Jalen, I understand. Because baseball games are boring. Should this couple be punished? 
They should not be punished. You know how much I love Toronto, right? Put, mm. it, put it up there. Let's show what they were doing. No, we need to see no, it. No, no, go go to break. I want to break, break this down. Go to break. Go to break. break this down. Go to break. Do I not to put break it up this there. Down. Do I not to do put it analysis. up there. Go to break. Who's next? <laughs> Rich homie Quan is joining Jalen and Jacoby. Next. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming to you live above the Heimlichen River, River Deck here in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, who's joining us right now? Do the Quan. Do the Quan. Appreciate the love, family. Rich homie Quan is joining Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Love the show, man. Big fan of the show, man. You know what I'm saying? Dope. New Thank you. track crazy out right yeah. now on all streaming yeah. platforms what yes. can fans yes. expect from this new Ooh. heater from rich homie kwan oh uh, man you can expect kwan back you know keeping it real kwan back having those bangers you can relate to um talking about a lot of stuff that's going on in atlanta you know what i'm saying other than that man kwan just being kwan on the track you know? 10-year anniversary flex yes, type yes, of yes. way going yes. in yes. as that was your initial mixtape. What is it like for you to be a young OG in the game? Oh, man, it feels good. I can tell you what, Jalen, man, I'm still feeling like the man when I walk through, man, you know what I'm saying, 10 years <laughs> later or something, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I still feel good, man. You know, young OG, I guess, I, you know, that's the, I like that name. <laughs> so right behind you, over your right shoulder, mm -hmm. there's a portrait of Kobe Bryant. What did Kobe Bryant mean yeah. to you, and why did you want to put him up in your home? Uh, man, you know, coming up, man, Kobe was just that inspiration. Man, I got a picture of Dion too, which is like Kobe and Dion. It's just the reason I played sports, man. You know what I'm saying? Kobe just put that dog in me early. And Dion put that swag out there. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason I played baseball and basketball. I mean, football and basketball. So, I have to ask you, like, Atlanta, the area, yeah. just took rap music and just elevated to another stratosphere. So, for mm -hmm. you, representing that region and being a terrific artist. Talk about how Atlanta just found its way into rap music and then all of a sudden, everybody's sound seemed to mimic yours in a lot of ways. Um, I would just say, man, Atlanta just a different culture, you know what I'm saying? For one, um, growing up, you feel me? Like we all go through poverty, but I feel like Atlanta, we got more radios and TVs because it's more than a sound. It's more, it's more of a feeling and it was just, 
uh, it was just a matter of time before we got our foot in the door and just, you know what I'm saying, started taking over and continue to take over like we're doing now. And the melodic sound, man, just come from my everyday struggle, and that's just the way I put my sound out there, Jaden. Which, you know, you, you do hear it in a lot of music, even. Absolutely. Now, I have to ask a follow-up question. You said that Kobe Bryant mm -hmm. and Deion Sanders are one of the reasons that you play sports. So what is your basketball mm -hmm. game like? Like you going in the post, you're shooting from deep, you're <laughs> handling the ball. Uh, like what is what is Quan like on the court? Uh, man, Quan, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. I'm just in the corner, spot-up shooter, man. Just give me the ball. Number next. Split at. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, split at. <laughs> so I have to ask this because this is important. We see a lot of celebrities and entertainers playing ball mm -hmm. so besides yeah. yourself who are some of the other public figures that you want to hoop with or against uh man uh wit i don't want to go against nobody put me on the team i definitely want to hoop with that boy Steph, man you know what i'm saying still <laughs> uh but i'll probably get in there first with trey young being here in atlanta i just want to see you know how you get that ball to drop like that boy shoot that thing jay boy shoot <laughs> yeah <laughs> you really can so yeah them boys show man so you mentioned Steph a couple times now, and you're from yeah, Atlanta. However, you're a Warriors fan. So when did this yes, Warriors yes. fandom start? Uh-oh. Uh, uh -oh. I'm going to be honest. It started uh, It started a little before Steph got there, but I ain't going to lie, man. I was watching Steph through Davidson. So when Steph went there, that's more the reason why I just went all the way to Warriors. But I was watching them a little bit when Steven Jackson was there, uh, Baron Davis, you know what I'm saying? But it's just different when that Steph effect get done, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just different. It does. But I love it the Hawks, too, though. I love the Hawks, too, but I love to win. The Warriors always win. No doubt. I can't be mad at that. And, and the Warriors deserve the love the way they put it down. Let's talk yeah, about your sure Falcons. No Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah, let's get on my Falcons, man. Yeah, but, but no, big shout out to Matt. Julio. Yeah, talk to me about your Falcons. What they I love, doing, I love, You know, listen, this year's a more of a uh, – it's a – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Rebuilding. A rebuild. Sure. Yeah, rebuild. It's a rebuilding <laughs> year. You know what I'm saying? I'm very sad about Matt leaving, but you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him and the coach, man. He got him a line, and he got him a little defense and a running back. So I'm excited to see what Matt going to do this year. We in rebuilding stage, but – I still like uh, I like the boy Kyle Ritter. You know what I'm saying? I also like uh, tight end Kyle Pitts. That's my man. Cornerbacks. Um, mm -hmm. You feel me? So we could be a sleeper this year, but I don't think we win the chip this year. You mentioned Desmond Ritter and Kyle Pitts. Do you think those yeah. are two pieces that the Falcons can build around as them. they're rebuilding? They don't. Uh, I would definitely say that. But at the same time, we got to give Mario Mariota a chance as well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like he can make him a new name in Atlanta. In Atlanta, we love hard. So you come here win a lot. You know, you win another game, man. We'll get behind your back, man. You feel me? We just tired of losing, man. You feel me? We still hurt from that 28-3. to That's hurt, man. That hurt. We we hurt. Yeah, that, that hurt. They didn't run the ball. And you guys I don't, re don't remind me, man. Don't remind me. My bad. Me. My, <laughs> bad. My, bad. <laughs> My bad. My bad. But I got to ask you, so... Who were some of your biggest musical influences as you started to get into the game? Oh, as I started getting into the game, I started got older to understand the music I like. Um, I started listening to the T.I.s, the Jeezys, um, took it up north. Uh, I like the Fab, uh, DMX. I was just a fan of a lot of a, a lot a lot of a lot of the big greats, man. Snoop out west, you feel me? So it was just a lot of them that I used to make my sound off, put it together, create corn, rich on the corn. And you do have you have such a unique sound. You can just see how there's multiple influences that influence yeah. you. And, and you mentioned Hawks game, and and I need you to explain mm -hmm. something for me as a middle-aged white guy because I'm watching a okay. Hawks game, right? And yeah, there's yeah. a dude getting a haircut 
while he's I'm watching sorry. the game in the, the arena. Mic, baby. Explain yeah, see, to okay. me what is happening in Atlanta. All right. Okay, so I got to put you down. So you know, like Atlanta, you know, like it's 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 the uh, it's the it's the Black Hollywood right now. And like Jalen can attest to this, man. You know, they got this new thing called Wireless Clippers, so you can get shaped up anywhere, really. You know what I'm saying? Next time you come to Atlanta, man, you let me know, man. I got you. I got you. You got to get one on, um, you know, uh, Jalen Rich Homie Cut. I got you. No doubt. I'm definitely going to be down to do that. I spent a lot of time in the A. And I have Come to on, tell you something about my brother, Jacoby. He's not okay. loyal to his barber. Are you loyal <laughs> to your barber and your <laughs> hairstylist? Anybody can cut but my hair that. anytime, I'm, I'm very loyal. I'm very loyal to my um, hair barber and hairstylist. But it do be times when my, uh, my barber go out of town. So, you know, of course, I got like a couple of dudes in the tub. But they be understanding, though. But I'm very loyal, man. Shane Bob for 10 years, man. If I go somewhere else, he's going to feel some type of way. And I only want him to take it out on my hairline. So I keep going, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, every time I get a cut from a different barber, the guy I normally go to gets mad at me. It's like cheating on my girlfriend yeah, or something. I'm like, I'm in, I can see. I'm, we're not married. We're not married, my guy. I'm, I'm dating around. I'm, in, I'm playing yeah, the but field. They be, feeling, they be feeling some type of way, man. I can see yours push back a li- just a little bit, though. You feel me? Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay, now Rich Homie Kwan getting on my hairline nah, on television. No, you like it like that, man. I'm creeping, I'm creeping in the corners. I'm creeping in the corners a little bit. I'm old, dog. Yeah, yeah check out me when you're 45. Right, I'm going to come back on when I'm 45. Like, mine's going to be up. Mine's still up, though. I got all of his grass. His grass that, looking like, come good. On, so, family, I have to ask you, congratulations, yeah. as I mentioned. Ten years in the game. Yeah. Crazy drops today. What can people yes. expect from the new project? Uh, new project, Corn uh, man, telling those uh, stories that make you want to get up. Just motivational music, uh, inspirational music. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I say, man, putting you up on game. I'm older now. I'm ten years older now, so it's just more like advice. You know what I mean? Businesses. You know what I'm saying? Just what we doing now? What we doing now? Ten years later. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned Deion Sanders' primetime earlier, and I mm-hmm. wanted to get your yeah. perspective on what he's doing right now as the head coach mm-hmm. for HBCU. Uh, man, I think that's the biggest thing ever. You feel me? Then you got to think, like, like he changing the narrative. You know what I mean? I think it was time for that. And what he doing, like, I just saw somewhere how they're going to have the televised games this year. That's big, man. You're going you're gonna to just have more kids. That, who won't want to play for prime? Or any other HBCU, because I think I seen uh, you got other other coaches that do HBCUs too. So it's just gonna be, I think it's gonna be big, man. And I think those those kids need that, man. Coming from a prime, you can relate to him. He's been to the next level. You feel me? You want that advice? You feel me? You know what I mean? That work ethic. Absolutely, and started in the A when he was high stepping, on, returning man. kicks, returning punts, playing baseball yeah. and football on the same yeah. day. You know how much I love Dion. Crazy. Atlanta been on fire ever since. We've been on no fire doubt. ever since, man. He laid it down for Vic. He laid it down <laughs> he for listen. Michael Vic. And listen, and that's what I'm saying, man. Like Atlanta, we're so we're so attached to our team sports, like that sports and music. That's all we have. So like, we just be want to win. Shout out to the Braves. You feel me? We just want you know defending no champs. Doubt. Shout out to the Braves. No Come on now. Yes, Shout out to the Braves. Like, we just be you know we just love hard. That's all. So go Falcons, man. Go Hawks, and go Braves. Well, sports and music in Atlanta, sports and music right here on ESPN with Jalen and Jacoby. Rich Homie Kwan, new track, Crazy, out right now wherever you stream your music. Thank you so much for coming through. You're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you, man. Thank you, family. Appreciate the love. We'll be back with more. You're watching Rich Homie Kwan on Jalen and Jacoby.
doubleheader tonight on ESPN2, two game twos. First, we have the sun and the sky featuring Candace Parker taking on the storm and the aces. I love Kelsey Plum, and it all gets started with WNBA Countdown at 7.30. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, a long time ago, you insisted that every day we have a show that we would do one thing, and what was that? Acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has now been wrongfully detained in Russia for 195 days. Now, just think about this, Jacoby. You just did a promotion for the WNBA playoffs. She just missed an entire basketball season. An entire basketball season being wrongfully detained. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby definitely wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. So did she possess a vape? cartridge of cannabis oil most likely yes she says she accidentally packed it in her suitcase but here we are more than half a year later and she is still detained and she's become unlawfully detained in my opinion and a political prisoner and when we started doing this i never ever thought that we would be doing this on day 195 like we cannot put enough light on this because this needs to change it absolutely and nobody does. can act like the punishment Fist to crime. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we wish her a speedy, speedy return. Want her to get back to her family. Yes. Jalen Rose. Last block, we showed a couple. Or we didn't show the couple. We talked about a couple at a Blue Jays game. Just were engaged in coitus right there <laughs> watching the game. You know what they're not doing that at? They're not doing that at the Yankees games because Aaron Judge hit his 51st home run, puts him on pace to beat the Yankees record, which is sort of code for the non-steroid era record. How significant is his pursuit of this record to you when you think back to the McGuire-Sosa days? I just think it's hard to talk about the home run record and ignore names like Sosa and Barry Bonds. Mm -hmm. and like, I watched them play with my own two eyes. And so I, I, I get uncomfortable with that part of it. But as we celebrate Aaron Judge and his accomplishments, incredible. When you're on pace to do what Babe Ruth and Roger Maris did, it's incredible. And for the Yankees, it's going to be interesting to see now if they bring out that blank check. Because oh, they going will. into this season, he bet on himself. And he clearly won. Now let's see if they're going to be able to have success in the playoffs and possibly bring home a World Series. There's so much focus on the potential performance-enhancing drugs that the McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds used. But no one's talking about Babe Ruth eating hot dogs and drinking beers and being <laughs> overweight and not even lifting weights. No one talks about that. My man hit 60 home runs with no fitness regimen whatsoever. Big shout to Babe Ruth. Big shout to Dan Rich Homie Kwan, who came through on the show today. Make sure you listen to the podcast where you can get the full interview. We're going on a little hiatus. We'll be back after week one in the NFL. Enjoy it. With a couple of special guests, best NFL coverage this year. Love. We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel impossible to keep up with. 
but we can help. I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News, because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, we got some news. Jake Paul has announced his next fight. And his next fight is one of, against one of the greatest contact sport performers of all time. Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva is considered one of the GOATs of the Octagon. He has fought some boxing matches before. Most likely one of Paul's more significant matches. One of his more significant opponents. Dangerous opponents. Still not fighting a boxer, mind you. But Paul has proven to be quite a force in the square circle. What do you think about this potential matchup? He hasn't proven to be a force in the square circle, family. Yes, he has. he's, He's beat up people in there that are professional fighters. He hasn't proven to me that he's a force in boxing. What he's proven to me is he's a force in how to make money and how to market and promote and advertise. He, he's a classic example of what society provides the opportunity for all of us to do, is to use social media as a tool, use celebrity as a tool, use certain talents you have as a tool, navigate them in a way that you create a strength and you can make money in a career off of them. That's what I see here. This is not gonna be anything notable in the history of boxing when people look back at the sport in 10, 20, 30 years. <laughs> to, say, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna it, make it, more it, money. It will only be notable in the way that like when George Foreman fought like five dudes in one night day notable. Correct. But, but yet he's gonna make more money probably than majority of the fighters. Yep. And so y- you can't be mad at that. Um, he, he's created a brand behind it. And it's created dollars, which creates power, which creates um, uh, not not now uh, attention. And so, when your first fight was against Nate Robinson, I can't take you serious. Really can't. Yeah, and I feel like he he always outweighs his opponents by like thirty or forty pounds. You know what I mean? I mean he 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 does box, but I would love to see him box a boxer, right? Wouldn't that be a novel idea? If Jake Paul boxed a boxer, if he's a boxer. What a novel idea. Well, you don't have to. Why put yourself in harm's way? You can get the money without it. Exactly. And this will be Jake Paul's, I don't know, sixth or seventh fight. And if he ever does box a boxer, it'll be that boxer's 55th fight. You know what I mean? Correct. Like, I would be, love I, to see. I'm going to tell you who he's going to try to fight. He'll fight somebody like uh, a 60-year-old Bernard Hopkins. Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah. In, uh, or like five Roy years Jones. from now, it'll be like Manny Pacquiao. You Roy know what I mean? Jones. 
Yeah, he's gonna, it's gonna do. It's gonna be something like that. Like I would love, I'd love to see him fight somebody that's a current boxer that's active and that weighs the same amount as he does. That's what I'd love to see. That's boxing. You know what I mean? Like that's how boxing matches happen. Correct. Current fighter. You get on a scale. Who yeah, weighs exactly. similar? And then you, you weigh get the same into amount, the ring and fight. And then you fight. Yeah, that's boxing. But again, he's making money, so why bother? I mean, that's really the point. But I had never heard of, everyone's like, YouTube star Jake Paul. I had never heard of Jake Paul before he fought um, Nate Robinson. And he knows how to attract attention, and he knows how to sort of, like, draw a crowd. Now, Jalen Anthony Rose. A couple things. Number one, I want to make an announcement. We're, we're, we're going to be off. We're dark. We're dark the rest of this week. And most of, if not all, of next week. So we're not going to leave you with a dope pie to step to, but we're coming back strong for the NFL season. You know what I mean? We're coming back strong right strong. after the week one slate on Sunday, September the 11th. And again, we've talked about this. That's my anniversary as well. So I think I'm going to have to celebrate the anniversary on the 10th. Congratulations. You know? Yeah, got to celebrate the anniversary on the 10th. I love you both. You guys are an amazing inspiration as a couple, as friends, as parents. And, you know, you guys enjoy it. You guys deserved it. Well, you guys our union it. was challenged yesterday, Mr. Rose. Our, 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 our 20, what, 20 year union was very challenged yesterday. I bet it was a really serious, life changing topic. We had, we, had, we, had, we had a move. We had a move. And moving is tough. You only got a certain amount of hours to move in and move out because the buildings don't want you to, like, you know, be moving in in the middle of the night and all of this. And when the movie company showed up with three dudes, I was like, "Where is, is that? That's half of y'all, right? They, they showed up with three dudes. That's how you This isn't longer, gonna work. Get more hours. Started at started at eight in the morning. They moved the last box in and said goodbye at like 10, 15, 10, 30 mm. at night. I knew it was gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. The building told us that the movers gotta come back tomorrow. I was like, "No, they don't. That, that's not how this works." I'll pay whatever fee I gotta pay, whatever fine I gotta pay. I don't want to start this relationship off on the wrong foot, but I'm these not dudes the are... first person to have movers at this building at ten at night. Y'all saw yeah, them, they're moving. They're moving these boxes in, and so you're gonna come here and arrest me. They're moving these boxes in. <laughs> but man, I hate moving so much. I really do hate moving. Me too. Jalen, a couple things I want to discuss with you before but, we get to our voicemails. Moving Go ahead. represents what? In most cases, progress. Elevation. Yeah. Growth. Yeah. Of course. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'm not excited to unpack these boxes, but I couldn't even find pants today. I'm wearing the same shorts as yesterday. Couldn't find <laughs> pants. Where my pants at? My wife has already moved all her clothes in. So don't, she ain't moving the kids in. She's no, not she's no. not helping she organize. Or, set up. I'm unpacking unpacking the pots and pans and plates and trying to get that together. Her stuff in her the closer. closet. Her oh, our clothes are bathroom. organized by color. You know what I mean? All of that. Oh, everything's perfect. Like, that was the first thing she did. All of the that. The first thing she did. That's right. That's right. Not trying to get the internet going. Not, not, not linens for the kids. None of that. I'm, just, I'm like, yo, can we put sheets on the kids' beds? They got to sleep at some point. <laughs> nope. <laughs> got to get the organization for her clothes. Shout out to Joey Jacoby. And Joey Jacoby, who is... Doing a documentary on Candace Parker, who is action tonight. We need a big win for the sky tonight. Come on, shy sky. Come on, shy sky. Shy we need sky. a big win for them. We need a big win for them. Now, Jalen, who's though? the Lions' week one opponent? Let's talk about this again. 
The Lions week one opponent is, uh, I, I don't know you. why I'm drawing a blank. I got you. It's the Eagles. Oh, no. The Eagles the are. The Eagles. People love the Eagles this year. People are they on the Eagles this year. They just released their starting safety. They just released their starting safety today. I'm giving you some breaking news. Anthony Harris. And they got, they added A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts. That's going to be a tough one. But then the Commanders the next week. You're going to beat the Commanders. If you can't beat Carson Wentz and the Commanders, I don't know. I don't know. Got, I'm so no excited. Chase Young. No Chase Young. I'm so excited for this season. I'm so excited for this season. Podcast listeners need to understand that Jalen Rose has a, a large, how much, how big is the water? How big is the water now? Gallon. Two gallons? How big? One gallon. One gallon with like four ginger roots, a full cut up lemon. So here's my concern about that, Mr. Rose. Because with bottles like that, I only put water in. And I'll tell you why. Because they're hard to clean. Like, if you got those ginger residue in there, the lemon residue in there, how do you clean it? Really simple. Um, not promoting liquor at all, but I was somebody that tastes alcohol before I turned 21. And one thing that I always liked about the Mickeys was what? The big mouth. Mm, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Get, you get a bottle, Jacoby, it has a large mouth where you can just put everything in there. You don't have that issue. I'm not I've trying to be sticking the, my fingers in there and doing all of that. I've just always liked large... the Mickey's too. So, but you need like a, a scrub, like a like sort of toilet, a toilet scrub with a big handle to get in all those corners. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could just you could just wash it normal at that point. I've always liked the the big wide mouth like on a Snapple because it lets the air come in the bottle while the liquid leaves the bottle. The smaller ones, you can't do that. Just get those bubbles coming in and out. Big shot to e you. E equals for... MC squared. This is your lesson today. <laughs> you know, you get STEM on this program also. STEM. Uh, do you know who, who created equals MC squared? I bet you do. It's not, you got it. I know you got it. Oh, Einstein. There you go. I knew you'd have that one, Jalen yeah, Rose. come on now. I appreciate that. I, well, I, listen, might, I might have to switch that to my Uber alias. No, I don't think so. I don't think that matches. <laughs> I don't think that matches. You know what? I do want to search something real quick because I forgot where it was. And for everybody, we're going to be dark the next week. We'll be back. I believe it's the Monday after the NFL starts. I think that's September 8th. 12th. The 12th. 12th. Yeah, September 12th. Oh, wow. Well, that's wow. wow. Yeah, man. I didn't realize it was going to be to the 12th. Okay, that ain't even September yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's some discussions. There's some ongoing discussions about our return date. Some ongoing discussions. Mr. Rose, a couple things. Number one, we all deserve a break. We're going to go hard during the NFL season. So, we, we, you know, we're dark, we're dark and preempted, which is a, a word that Jalen Rose just learned. And what that means is we don't have a show. Someone else got a show. That's what, that's what preempted me. But we'll be back. We'll be back strong. But one thing we would never leave without doing is involving you, our listeners. Since we won't have a show on Friday, we got to hit some voicemails. If you call 985-80-JALEN, you can leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like Just this. like that? Just like that? Yo, Jalen and Kobe. What up with it? It's Dennis from Peoria. Yo, real quick. Um... So I ran into one of Jalen's ex-teammates uh, who's from Peoria, 
and I was I, when I ran into him I said what up I dapped him up and everything I wanted to introduce my son to him but I didn't get the vibe like he wanted to live out the days of you know being in the NBA and then not really panning out the way he wanted it to and had a, he had a shorter career than probably he wanted to so I didn't really I didn't introduce my son to him because I knew my son was going to ask him a bunch of questions about playing against this person or that person or whatever. So what what's the approach, Jalen, since you played in the league for so long? You know, what, would it have been out of pocket for me to really go down that memory lane with him? Or, or you know, because the next time I see him, I'd like to be able to introduce my son to him because he gave me buckets in high school. So I, I really look up to the brother even though it may not have panned out the way he thought it should have in the NBA. Shout out to Red. Shout out to all the listeners, man. Y'all, holla back. Okay. Jalen Rose, Dennis lives in Peoria. One of your former teammates lives in Peoria. Bumped into this human being, gave him a dap, said what's up. Didn't didn't introduce him to his son because he knew his son would ask him follow-up questions about his career, and maybe his <laughs> career didn't last as long as he wanted to. One side note, I would say 97% of NBA players' careers didn't last as long as they wanted to. Preach. If not more. If not more. So, that's do you, do you, well, let's not name this person, right? Does someone come to mind that, that you played with that's from Peoria? I think Eddie Curry's from Peoria. Oh. But then when he said give them buckets, Eddie Curry's a seven foot, 300 pound man, and I would believe that whoever was calling in wasn't guarding him. How do you know he didn't sound tall? Is that what you're saying? There's not many seven foot, 300 pound people just walking the face of the earth, fam. Yeah, it says Harvey, Illinois is where he was born. So which, okay. which, is, which sounds Peoria adjacent. Okay, but even if it isn't, here's what I want to say to the caller. I appreciate the caller not saying his name. And mm-hmm. what I will say to the caller is he's being extra discreet, and I appreciate it because it actually is okay to say his name. There are 4,500 people to play in the NBA game. And like Jacoby said, you don't pick when it ends. Unless you Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan. It's only a few people to pick when it's over. And Eddie Curry played for 13 years, 12 years. And, got and he got a ring. He got a ring with the Heat, actually. Yeah. Sure did. And so um, here's the protocol. Pay attention to their circumstance first. Mm -hmm. Just like anybody else. Like, do they look like they're in a rush? Now we're talking. Do they have things in their hands? Are they on the phone? Do they have their kids with them? Did they stop? What's the body language? Are their feet parallel or is one foot in front of the other? Like, I'm trying to keep this moving. Correct. And, you know, it, are, are respectfully as a public figure, are they in danger? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just saw what happened to the commanders running back the other day. Like, mm-hmm. somebody tried to carjack him and he got shot a couple of times. I do want to give a big shout to Brian Robinson. There's no good news when something like this happens, but he did go back to the facility. He brought Oreo cookies. You know what I mean? It seems like, um, so it seems like he's avoided serious tragedy. So big shout to him. Wow. Make sure I come back to the Brian Robinson topic because this just mm-hmm. reminded me of something. Um, but I'm going to answer this question. The 
proper protocol is to always be quick and not long-winded. And first, here, here's what you don't say. Don't say, I don't mean to interrupt while you're interrupting. That's a good point. That's a good like, point. Like, like that, 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 that people don't realize that's the largest oxymoron. You, I'm sitting here eating. I'm at the airport. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. So clearly we out and about. And I'm doing something. So you come over to me and say, I don't mean to interrupt while you're interrupting. The best thing to do is to chill and give them an, like a double dutch. You got to sit back and wait for an opportunity. Maybe they get up and go to the bathroom. Maybe they're about to leave the restaurant. Maybe, like you wait for an opportunity. When you interject, if I'm sitting there talking to my, my significant other or my kids or my family or having a business meeting and then now you want to come and interject, you're not going to get a favorable response. I'm busy. You're interrupting me. And how would you feel when somebody does that to you? And here's the other thing. I know you might be in a rush, right? I know you're about to leave the building and you feel like you're not gonna see this person ever again. But that's why you gotta take your time and actually wait and not try to rush their time. Cause then they are gonna tell you no and you are gonna be salty. Let me tell you two things that's happened to me recently, dog, that I didn't like. I'm gonna give you a vivid example. I was leaving the Allied Golf Challenge where I went viral missing the golf swing and Jack Nicholas and so many no, celebrities you, you, was there. You didn't miss, no, I'm sorry, let me correct you. You did not I miss a golf several, swing. I remember okay, several okay. swings. Several swings. So, but let me give you some game though. When I woke up that morning, I knew I was going to go shake hands and kiss babies. I was there to raise money for charity. I was also there to raise money for JRLA. So I was in a mentality and ready to do that. That's why I was there. I go there and that's what I do. Signing autographs, taking pictures, shaking hands, just being myself, being a public figure. As I was about to leave, I jump in the Uber. There's a couple of people that are coming over towards the car that I guess I didn't get to them. And one of the gentlemen happened to be black who says he happened to grow up in the same neighborhood that I did. So I jump in the car and as I like roll down the window to wave at the people and say thanks for the love and stuff like that, he yells out, I was trying to get an autograph. Well, as I was walking to the car, he was already yelling, like I'm trying to get an autograph and you da 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 da, you know what I'm saying, da da da, we from the same, he was already barking at me. And so I was like, I ain't even about to, I'm, I'm about to just keep it moving. Which so is very rare. Jalen's always got time for everybody. If you see Jalen on the street, I mean, we could be late for something and you'll stop and talk and do a picture and everything. I roll down the window to wave at them and say, thanks for the glove. He say, that's why your wife left you. <laughs> you can be mean if you're funny. And I thought he was just trying to be mean, really. He said, that's why your 
wife left you. That that kind of energy, that kind of energy finds its way back to you. That kind of energy finds its way back to you. That yo, I can't. He fixed his lips and said that to you after he said we're from the same neighborhood. Right, and so. He forgot I was actually from that neighborhood that he talked about. So guess well, what? Well, also, Jalen, you don't have to say he happened to be black because no white person would ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> no white person is yelling that at you. No white person is yelling that at you. We're not. We're not comfortable enough around you to say that. <laughs> and so, and so, here's what he didn't know. That. I still live in that neighborhood. So I told my driver to hit the brakes. And I got out the car. No. No. Oh, oh yeah. So I hit the brakes. Wow. And I got out the car. And I walked another 10 or 15 feet. And I asked him, I said, what you say again? And that's what we got, crickets. Wow. And like I said to him, I don't work for you. I said, I took care of as many people as I could. Now I'm trying to leave and you're trying to be rude to me. And so other people started to come around. I'm pretty sure they ain't know, like I wasn't running towards him. I, I didn't make him feel threatened, right? I just literally just like walked over to him calmly, like, and I said to all of them, see, here's a lesson. This is why public figures sometimes just say no from the beginning. Because regardless, I can stand here and sign 9, 19, 29, 99. It's still gonna be one person that say, screw me. Because I didn't give them what they felt like they want. And so as no, we No, what they feel the like they deserve. Well, not just want, like what they feel like they deserve. Right, like, like I don't owe you nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to do my best to, like, you know what I'm saying? I saw, we, we all saw the clips from that event. There's thousands of people there. Correct. <laughs> thousands. thousands. Right. How many pictures can one man take in, in a four-hour window? And so that did happen. So as I answer our caller with a real-life um, circumstance, and you bring up Brian Robinson, before we get to the next caller, I think we gotta leave another five to 10 minutes. I, you said our next show probably won't be until the 12th. Let me look at something I wanna say on the pod. Because uh, today's date is the 30th, right? Today's date the 31st, sir. Did you know September 3rd 2022, Jalen Rose and Rhea survived an assassination attempt. It'll be 20 years on September 3rd. As Brian Robinson got shot in a carjacking, I was in a carjacking where they shot the car and hit it nine times. And I lived. With a nine millimeter. I have the forensic picture hanging up in my house of the car getting hit nine times. And my brother Riz, who I'm gonna make sure I see and break bread with this weekend, the bullet hit his headrest and then hit him in the cheek. And to this day, that bullet is in his neck. 
20 years ago, September 3rd. So like, when I talk about being there, done that, like experience, we can talk about, we could joke about what it's like to be married and divorced. We can talk about what it's like to be a, a, a part of an assassination attempt, to be traded, to be whatever. I've been there, I've done that. Yo, tell, and, you tell me Atlanta, tell the Atlanta uh, carjacking story too. Oh yeah, I believe that's about 15 years. I think that was 2006. Um, my kid's mom, who's awesome, was having her, I ain't gonna say her age, she was having her birthday party. It was a milestone birthday. And so we were all in champagne and in campaign and whatever, whatever. We come out of the spot, I see somebody driving off in the car I just bought her. I'm like, hold on. Like, there go the car right there. This wasn't the smartest thing ever, but kind of like I did with the gentleman when I got out at the golf course. I, as a tall guy, as a black guy, um, and as somebody that calls himself intelligent and knows how to work multiple rooms and, and, and fit in different ways, like I know how to like try to not be intimidating. And so I all of a sudden see that the car stops at the light. So I kind of like speed walk over to the car. A dude stole the car and was sitting at the light and recognized me. He's like, what up, it's Jalen Rose. I'm like, dog, you can't be taking off with the whip, man. And guess what the gentleman did? Cause he had a whip, he had a, he had a gun. I tell him, I don't say nothing, you don't say nothing. He gets out of the car, Jacoby, at the light, and blends right back into the crowd. And I don't say to the crowd, hey! He just, you know what I'm saying? I don't say nothing. Yeah. I, I literally get the car, make a left turn, have them come to the car, come get in the car, and we drive off. Now, I, I, I hope he didn't harm anyone else that evening. But like those are a couple of circumstances that um, I'm truly blessed to be able to survive. But wow, September 3rd, 2002, you can Google it. Survived a carjacking attempt where the car got shot nine times. Put the story time out. We did a great story time about that carjacking attempt. It's, um, it's an oddly humorous story when you hear the details, especially now that we know the Riz is okay, because there's some twists and turns in that tale that are oddly humorous. And September 3rd, it was also when the Sparks were celebrating their championship, and we are now in the WNBA Finals. So your story checks out. Your story it checks, checks out. out, Mr. Rose. <laughs> right, it checks out. Right. <laughs> it's it checks crazy, out. right? I'm going to have to put back out that story time over the weekend. Wow. So we're going to be back after a brief hiatus. We will be back on September 12th, right after week one of the NFL season with a packed show full of analysis that you can only get from Jalen and Jacoby. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done.
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.